I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. Welcome to Down to Dunk. This is your host, Andrew Schleck. We are part of CLNS Media, DailyThunder.com, featured on Dash Radio at 5 o'clock Central Time. With me today, as always, is my good friend, McKelly Barra. McKelly, what's up? We barely did it. <laughs> we have, like, barely. <laughs> it's just so you guys know, this Monday podcast almost didn't happen. It's like yesterday, we had planned to do it. My child is still very sick, which is so sad. It's so incredibly sad. He's getting a little bit better today, but yesterday was just like, I was just totally out from doing pretty much anything. Uh, and then this morning we couldn't do it. And now I'm literally at McDonald's doing this podcast. This is how devoted I am to you, the listener, is that we are broadcasting live from a McDonald's in Oklahoma City right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's great. It's it's just great. But yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's but we crazy. have a game tonight. We do have so a game it's, tonight. Yeah, it's a play, good day. They play Utah uh, here in Oklahoma City. Utah is second out of back to back, three games in four nights. So like, there's a schedule advantage for the Thunder. They had the weekend off uh, from that terrible <clears throat> loss against Chicago, where they just didn't show up defensively in the first half and that was pretty much it they scored 70 points on the thunder in the first half that's just that's a blatant we did not care about this game stat and and also chicago made a ton of shots like i rewatch i carefully watch um that game and yes the deep right um but sometime like nba teams just miss Mm-hmm. And Chicago didn't, and so yeah. And if you compare like the game they had, maybe the night after that, or two nights after that, where they scored seventy-seven the whole game, right? Like it's yeah. I mean, sometimes it's that way, and um, and yeah. I mean, uh, if you look into into the the three games that they play on the road, they should have. Um, they should have won all of them, and, and yeah, it, it might cost them something, but two one is fine. I mean, especially if they can have a good week um, this week because it's 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 a testing week, and yeah. so yeah. But but it was bad. It was actually bad that they they didn't care for at least um, twenty four minutes. Yeah, it, it's a test week, but it's also like shaping up to be very favorable to them, and that Utah is. This is a like you could look at this on the Utah schedule. So this is a schedule loss for them if they lose tonight. Like if you're like if we were covering the Jazz and we talked about this game and say, oh, it's a schedule loss. They're in Oklahoma City on the road, second night back to back, schedule loss. Denver is yeah. like Denver at the rate that they're playing right now. They may have zero players playing. They may have to forfeit <laughs> by the time we get to Friday. Um, they play New Orleans, but they signed Nick Young. They did. They signed Swaggy P, which is very, very exciting that we get to watch Swaggy P. And you know that he was he was holding out for a spot in, in Denver for several reasons. He's he was committed to playing only in Denver uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, but the Thunder sit first in defense right now. 
uh, in the NBA, 101.4. The margin is getting slimmer. Boston, who's turned it on lately, when they since they've changed their starting lineup, they've been a lot better. Uh, But they're at a 102.1. The Thunder at 101.4. And then the offensive rating, I believe they're 18th. Yeah, 18th, 107.9. They're actually tied with the Nets uh, for, for 17th in the league. And they have... I think they're still fourth in net rating. They've kind of sat there all season. The numbers changed quite a bit, but they sat there all season at a 6.5. So, like, this is still, we're still dealing with a good team, but this is a a definite test week for them. They play Utah, who's been shaky, but better than they did, better than they were to start the season. They play the Pelicans, who have struggled at times, but have turned it on at times. So it's just, it's hard to say what that matchup really looks like at this point. Anthony Davis also went down with an injury. I don't know if he's... I don't know what his status is. He seems to get hurt all the time, but still play. Uh, and then they get Denver Friday night on the road, uh, in which case, the, the, I don't know who's playing for Denver. And then Saturday night, uh, they play back in Oklahoma City against the Clippers. So, a lot of games in a short span of time. All quality... At least quality opponents. There's no... This is yes. not like marquee matchups, but these are quality opponents that the Thunder should be favored in. Yeah, yeah, they should. And um, who knows what happens with with AD? I mean, it's uh, and with Utah. I mean, they are better uh, than the start of the season. Maybe they are just adjusting with um, like somehow to the new season. I don't know. Since they had like a lot of continuity, it's weird the way they start the season. Um, yeah, I mean, I. The game that interests the most, um, well, that I'm interested the most in, it's the one that we play tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because of the uh, the result that again can be positive or negative, but the way they will play against Utah Stephens, um, because Russell Westbrook has a high volume uh, of shots at the rim, and it's hard to do against Gobert. We we all know that. So how does he play? Does he go like 12 uh, pull-up three-pointers or does he try to make things work in a different way? Like, Because one of the, problem, the problems that uh, we had against Chicago, uh, in my opinion, was they didn't generate good looks from three for the entire first half. Mm-hmm. They were like in spots, but they decided to go down to Adams and play that matchup because they could. Um, but... For some reason, they could have generated against Chicago. You can generate open trees basically at will, and they didn't. And so, I'm interested in um, the kind of looks that they will uh, try to get tonight. Yeah, and the contrasting styles, I think, is we saw this last season. But the, Utah likes to slow it down. They like to play in the half court. Yeah, they like to get you in the blender and generate a really good three. That's what they love to do. And the Thunder love to play fast. They do not play in the half court. Yeah. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see which style prevails tonight because it really is just a clash of styles. And can the Thunder get out in transition? Can they turn that team over? And I think that's, I mean, I think they'll win easily if they can do that, if they can get this Utah team to turn it over. Uh, a quick quick aside, did you know that Anthony Davis's middle name is Marshawn? No, I didn't. <laughs> well, Maybe. I mean... Ten, you know, this is, How did you find out? It's, it's, on, it's on Basketball Reference. I was looking to see if he was on an oh, injury. Okay. I, I had like it. Uh, if he was on an injury report, he's not. Uh, but middle name, Marshawn. I think that uh, Taylor will be super happy to hear that. 
that there's more there's more just dominant marchands out there floating around <laughs> yeah not the best marchand though we'll know no, i mean clearly not but at least at least there's a there's a second fiddle marchand out there <laughs> with with a big fat unibrow um okay so let's we're gonna go through some questions uh this will be a shorter podcast today apologize for that but it's mostly because I don't I don't know that I can sit here and podcast for an hour at McDonald's. So I'm sorry, everyone. Um, but we have. Uh, oh, it uh, depends how much how much you eat, you eat slash order. I know I'm I'm not ordering anything. Just so everybody knows, I'm just <laughs> using Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, McDonald's. Uh, at Virgin Harry, trade scenarios for a backup four. And I think that this it's interesting because. Patrick Patterson has been this bad to where we feel like it, it might be a realistic or viable thing to trade for a backup four. Uh, and you know what? It's really hard to find good ones. <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough yeah. to find good trade yeah. scenarios. And also, like muscle watch in training camp. Yeah. We, we all fail for that. Yeah. I mean, we, it's, it's really like we should avoid any judgment on training camp <laughs> <No>. <laughs> from now on no kidding yeah no kidding okay yeah, so that first game was the best game of the season sorry yes right. yeah he looked great yeah I, I don't know he could still turn it around like i i'm one of the few that still believes in him but i know that many many people in the fan base have completely given up on patrick patterson being a viable player i'd like to thank andy's frozen custard for sponsoring today's show you've got to go to andy's it is so delicious you might be thinking oh man it's so cold i don't know if i want frozen custard yes you do right now you can get the candy cane concrete it's delicious it's got like real candy canes put in their vanilla frozen custard all mixed up it is a delight you can still get their pumpkin pie and apple pie concretes i've talked about those a lot and they're still so delicious they have locations in okc i hit up one in tulsa recently they have one in missouri arkansas all through the south i know there's one in phoenix i know there's some in florida you've got to go to support the people that support down to dunk and i've got my son here what is your favorite thing about Andy's frozen custard? Get, getting frozen custard. Oh, yeah? Well, what's your favorite kind? Vanilla sprinkles. That sounds delicious. What What makes Andy's so good? Because it's smooth and delicious. <laughs> it is smooth and delicious. You got to support the people that support Down to Dunk and go eat at Andy's frozen custard. Uh, okay, so trade scenario number one. The Thunder trade, Alex Abrinas and Patrick Patterson... Uh, to the San Antonio Spurs for Rudy Gay. Pass. Thank you. No, no, no. I mean, I, <clears throat> I, I kind of get the idea, but no. Like, I, even if he's a change man, probably because he he played for the Spurs for I don't know fifteen months. Mm-hmm. What if, I, I uh, don't like uh, is is fit with OKC. What if you could? I think he's fit into the trade exception. What if you just gave them a second rounder and they're like, yeah, you know what? We're just going to give up on the season. We'll let Rudy go play for a team that's competing. Would you do it? If the ownership was like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll take on the extra money. No, there are better, uh, there are better contracts for that, for that level, for that um, TPE. So mm-hmm. uh, again, I, I don't like it. Okay. Uh, I don't like the idea. I mean, they're in a in a in an ideal 
world when if Ander Robertson um, comes back this season, which is a big if, you can play PG at the four uh, in the, in coming playoffs time if you need a backup four okay. so bad. Yeah, uh, and give like Jeremy thirty five. Nice. What about Markeith Morris from the Wizards? Andrew. Are you a friend of mine, or are you trying to give me? <laughs> <laughs> I know these are like two players you hate. It's hard to find a real backup for. Here's the biggest. I think the biggest challenge. They are chuckers. I don't want chuckers. Well, they can score. Yeah, I mean, this team needs this team needs scoring. I mean, I would. Ra- um. Yes, but if you if you give me a Morris, I would much rather have Marcus. Than Markeith. Oh yeah, I, I just don't think I, I don't think the Celtics have traded him. He's been too good for them. He's been way too good. Yeah, but they have too many players. Like I, I'm convinced that they can move someone yeah. by the deadline. I think. So. I mean, I would love it. I mean, that's that was my answer to Jay, and I talked about this through text, and it was like, yeah, we'd much rather have Marcus if we could have one of them. Um, but I just don't know if he's available. Yeah. Like he, he, he hits a lot of important shots for that team. Uh, for whatever reason, he is the guy that ends up with the ball in his hands at the end of a lot of games for them. And he is not afraid at all. Yeah. I mean, he'd be, he'd be ideal as a backup for, for this team. But like the problem I find with trade scenarios is that there's like no trade partners in the Western conference, basically, because everybody's trying to win and nobody's going to trade you a shooter on their roster in the Western Conference. You know? Everybody's like, well, let's just go get let's just go get a shooter. Just go get a shooter. Well, like who? I mean, do you have any suggestions? Well, well in in a couple of days, uh, you could you could get Tolliver. Yeah, Alex brought that up last week. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but again it's it's like trying to see if that works because yeah. like him and Tupat are very similar player. Mm-hmm. That's why I like the idea because I mean you can get a player that plays in the same way and just see if a change of scenario could be can be beneficial for both players. Mm-hmm. Um, you just, and you just yeah, swap them. Yeah, maybe since you are yeah, maybe since you are asking, you have to 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 give like a, a very highly protected second rounder, like yeah. just to, just to say, well, just. But but I mean, it's it's a swap to try and see. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there are very few names that work, and and this is why I think you have to go in another direction and try to add. That's why I like the idea of Corver, not Corver as a guard, but Corver as a guy that allows you to play PG at the four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, giving a bit of size uh, at your wing, but but also, I mean. I would try to to play PG at the four anyway with the second unit and try to go with Abrinas and Diallo, for example. Mm-hmm. Like you have two six five six 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 guard and small forward. It's a small unit, I know it, but it's it's not that every second unit has a very uh, high like front front unit. Like uh, um, there are very few teams that really play big. Yeah. And, and and on those nights, well, Jeremy has to play thirty eight. Yeah, I mean it's, and part of me is just thinks if we were a, not the Thunder or if Abrinas and Patterson were on other teams, I think that we would 
be trying to come up with trade scenarios for those players. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like five million bucks, like we can go. Yeah. They're not hard to swap. They're not make a lot of money. They're guys that are theoretical shooters. I also just there's just a part of me that just believes they're both going to shoot it better. I think for sure, Abrinas. Yeah. And I just think that there's a chance that Patterson turns around too. He's been a streaky shooter in his career. Uh, I know it's frustrating to watch him miss shot after shot after shot. But I also think that there's a scenario where both of them turn it around. And we saw them both hit shots against the Hawks. And you know, a lot of people are just like, well, that was just the Hawks. Well, they're kind of getting the same looks against everybody. <laughs> you know, um, And I just don't, I, I don't yeah. know what the deal is. I don't know if this is just random or or what but I, I i do think that it's possible that they look to get shooting elsewhere but the problem is that everybody that has shooting is wanting to hang on to it and there's just there's just not a lot of viable options out there where you could just trade for a shooter like people just say that oh they should just trade for a shooter well tell me who and if you're listening and you have some scenarios like send them at us like some people sent like the kcp trade scenario to me like the thunder get in yeah. on like the ariza yeah. deal uh I'm I'm not a fan of that. I, I really don't think the Thunder need to trade for well, a, just get trade a for reason. A wing. Yeah, go get a reason who well, can play the four. I mean, he could play some exactly. Four for you. I mean, I, I do believe that if for some reason Phoenix is okay uh, on taking on uh, Andre, you have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. I I'm not I sure agree. they would, but uh, Ariza can give you uh, defensively maybe I, I'm not like a guy that says 80% because it's too much Andre at his <laughs> best is a great right. defender Ariza is a <clears throat> is a is an okay defender but if you have Ariza and PG and Ferguson as your wings or Grant like this is a great unit defensively oh, no yeah. matter how bad Ariza is um, respect uh, what he was last season he's still a viable player he's still, he's still uh, able to play team defense at a very high level and let's be honest Dre has probably uh, Dre will play 20 games this season if we are lucky oh, regular season games no question uh, if we are extremely lucky and so and probably and, not and at 100% have, Right. Exactly. So, and if you have Ariza next season, you can offer him with your early bird rights um, up to 18 millions. Not that he, he will earn them, but you can pay him that amount. It means that you have a huge leverage if you really want to hold on to him. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, if you can get him, um, I'm not sure if I would use any of Diallo and Ferguson. But if, like, he's a guy that can make you a contender, a real contender, because you have multiple defenders that can stay with Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant in that way, Mm -hmm. in that scenario, and uh, without hurting your offense. Because even if Ariza shots 35%, like, people will not leave him alone out there. And so, again, if you have the... In, like if you are sure that Andre goes back eighty percent, ninety percent of his um, of what he was last season, then yes, he's a game changer. But I'm not sure you can get you can have that. Um, you can be sure that of that. I'm in my early thirties, and a lot of my friends have started to lose their hair. In fact, sixty six percent of men lose their hair by age thirty five. 
And the thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, maybe a little receding hairline, a little bald spot, it's too late. But now with 4hems.com, you can have a solution for hair loss. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Thanks to Hems, baldness can be optional. Hems will connect you with real doctors, medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep the hair that you have. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. I just really hope you guys aren't using those. It just sounds terrifying. They have prescription solutions that are backed by science. There's no more waiting room, awkward personal visits to the doctor. This will save you hours if you go to 4 It's easy. Answer a few quick questions. A doctor will review and can prescribe something to you. The products are shipped directly to your door. Now, my listeners can get a trial month of Hems for just $5 today. Right now, while supplies last, see the full website for details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or the pharmacy. So go to 4 slash OKC Dunk. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash OKC Dunk. 4 slash OKC Dunk. Support the people that support Down to Dunk and check out 4 Okay. Would you would you do Robertson TLC and Diallo or do you think that's too much? I think it's too much. I wouldn't I wouldn't touch that, but just um you know when you have good rookies, it's hard to retain them all. If you have like I know that Diallo is uh can probably end up being the best of the two rookies we are developing. Well, three, if you count uh, Deontay, and we should count him. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if you think that you have a three-year span and for at least two seasons, Ariza gives you better contribution and you still have young players plus Jeremy Grant that is still young that you can develop and use as a... Um, um, like as an as assets then i would i would i would think about it yeah and if you're that's because like phoenix like i don't know that they would do dre and abrinas for him i, I mean they would have to really no, like, no, no, they would have no, to really to like abrinas yeah i think that you to to attract attention because i think that this trade scenario that's been thrown out and a lot of people have said this is like a kind of a weather balloon for the suns saying hey listen we're going to trade him and we're going to trade him this weekend, you know? And yeah, if, if what, you, what if about, you, if you want him, then you need to you know, get your offers in because he's going to go uh, like trade Ariza and dragon bender to OKC for two pat under Robertson and Diallo. Mm, I, I know that, uh, Dragon Bender is such a thunder player because he was chosen high in the draft and has really sucked in his first stop. So that's <laughs> that's something I know Sam Presti would be super excited about. Oh man, I I would probably say I don't. I honestly I don't know. I I need to know like what are the chances that he comes back to the Thunder? But yes, he fits. Hi, the, I. I mean that he fits the window. He's thirty three. I mean, obviously, you'd like a younger wing, but 
you know, you have you have some of these assets for a reason that you've accumulated. I I wouldn't do it for Diallo. I'm sorry. I wouldn't do it. I, I think too much of Hami. I, well, I, I think that that contract is super valuable. Those are the those are some of the most valuable yeah. contracts in the NBA. And I think that we're we're at the bottom of Diallo's value right now. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't, I don't believe so. I I really don't believe so. There okay. there is like there there is a real scenario in which Diallo play like as the energy bun uh, like for the entire season and coming playoffs time they scheme it, like teams just allow don't allow him to be to be on the court yeah. because of how he how they defend him and next year he comes back and he shoot 25 percent yeah for the first three months of this that's easier low that is a load okay. right now Diallo is a first round pick which is if you like I know that you think like imagine stocks you buy um, the Barra and Schlecht uh, uh, <laughs> shares today mm-hmm. uh, you, you know that those guys have potential real potential to be uh, like media guy uh, someday in the future and when they reach uh, when they do like a very good publication like a very good article they say wow they are they are in low because they will produce like a lot of stuff and then something happened and blah blah it goes back you have already made a a huge leap from where you bought where you start as a 45 pick in the draft to today Mm -hmm. so I know that you can get like that that Diallo can be a rotation player for a good team in the future I know that but you already have a very big jump from his starting value to today. And so if you get the player that fits everything you do, and Ariza is is very close to that, then I, I think one of the two rookies you can you can sacrifice because you have a first rounder coming in this year, you have Grant that is on on a very good contract, a very interesting contract. Mm-hmm. You have Ferguson that is developing really well, and you have the you have Deontay. So, and you have Hall that is playing not so bad in in Australia. So, you have guys in the pipeline. And yeah, if it's Ariza, would would you rather give up Ferguson or Diallo? Um, I think that I don't know. I don't know that. Um, I have a hunch that Ferguson will be very good for the remainder of the season. Like yeah. 35, 36% good, and he's playing amazing defense. His defense is so good today. Yeah. And they are the same age. Yeah. So no, he, he's been, he's been I know really that, good. He has one year experience. Yeah, defensively, he's great. He's the reason why the first team is, is so good. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons, not the only reason, but one of the reasons. Yeah. And maybe the Thunder could, maybe they do, maybe the Suns would value a shooter in Abrinas and having his restricted free agent rights. I mean, that's a deal I feel like you'd have, you would just have to do today. I just, to me, I would not, I would not include Ferguson or Diallo. I would say, all right, let somebody else get him. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I hear, I totally hear your argument. I I hear that it helps today. Um, but I just I don't know I don't know how long Ariza is going to be really good I don't know if he can be really good for three years I just I don't know and so I'd rather stick with an, an upside guy than a guy who's really on the backside of his career at this point 
uh, for just a lot of reasons. I feel like there's there's a ton of reasons why you'd want to do that, and you know those both those guys to me have you know starter starter potential. Uh, we spent forever on that one question, yeah. but thank you for the question. <laughs> we're, this is called the mailbag, but uh, it's it's not much of a mailbag. We'll go. I mean, this might we may get through two questions, and I'm sorry that this isn't more content for you guys, but this is about the best I can do today. This is from at Bangelope. What's your new assessment of what eight teams are going to be in the Western Conference playoffs? Um, I don't remember my predictions. Like, did we did we do any predictions? I think. I mean, I, season? I think we've talked about it. I'm pulling up the standings yeah. right, right now. Um, but I, I mean, there's some version of Golden State, OKC, Denver, the Lakers, um, the Pelicans were in the conversation. San Antonio was certainly in the conversation for me beforehand. Utah and Houston. So that's one, two, three. Yeah. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So there's nine teams that at least were in the conversation. I didn't really have the Clippers in the conversation preseason. Me neither. I didn't have Memphis. Yeah. I didn't have Dallas. Uh, certainly didn't have Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, I think Minnesota. No, and I think Minnesota, Sacramento will be out. Yeah, Minnesota's on the bubble at least to start the yeah. season. But as of today, like, who are your playoff locks as of today? Because we still have. So the Thunder set in second in the Western Conference behind Golden State, which seems like that feels right. Like for the first time, the top, the top of the West feels like okay. Like that seems like a thing. Uh, but there's still a six-game difference between Houston, who sits at 14th, and Golden State, who sits at number one. So like the different, like yeah. that gap is is very very tiny uh, in comparison. Because you look at the the difference between the first seed and the 14th seed in, in the Eastern Conference, it's 14 games. It's like just yeah. just a, as a comparison. So oh, it's so terrible. It's still so terrible. I know the top is is improved. That's great. Those those teams are good. Toronto, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Boston. Those are good good teams. But everybody else is kind of garbage. Uh, yeah. But, but who's your who are your locks for the Western Conference uh, playoffs? I think I have four. Okay. Of them, and I have Golden State, Oklahoma City, Denver, and the Lakers. Okay. Yeah. I'm still not sold on the Clippers, and it's yeah, not same. the quality of players. It's it's two things. Um, I'm I'm so sorry to say this, but and I'm 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 really supportive of Danilo Gallinari, but but as an Italian guy, I I know him since he played his first professional game. Yeah. I actually saw his second professional game uh, in Casale Monferrato where I live and the guy cannot stay healthy for an entire season he just can't and I really hope he does and if he does I don't think uh, the Clippers will sell at the trade deadline because making the play because Balmer is Balmer and since there's no like there's no downgrade in um, if you have healthy Danilo um, going through the season yeah. but if somehow he doesn't stay healthy then I'm almost sure that Tobias is gone by the by the deadline and then you have you don't have a team anymore yeah and that's why they are not a lock to me because of, the, of Gallo's health and the same reason um, the same the exact same reason is Memphis I don't know about his health if they are healthy I think they are going to make them to make the playoffs mm-hmm. um 
The other teams, I really have no idea. Uh, Portland is okay. Um, yeah. Like, they are okay when, like, they, they will probably end up making them. Mm-hmm. Um, the others, I mean, <laughs> I, I really have no idea. I, I know. I, I'd love to have Dallas in the playoffs just because, like, oh first gosh. year of Luka. Oh. And, and to be honest, like, I know that OKC would much rather avoid Dallas in the first round. But can you imagine the series that OKC has against Dallas? <laughs> we'll probably talk Luca 100% of the time. It would be so fun. I would go to an yeah. away playoff game for the first time in my life because it's, it's four hours away from here. I mean, yeah, I, just, I know. I, I drove. I'd, ha- I'd have to. Oh, yeah, you did. Um, yeah, yeah, I did. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's so tough. Because I do think at Portland, they're 15 and 11, but they're 4 and 6 in their last 10. Like, I don't know what to do with that team. Uh, Houston, they're 3 and 7. For no reason. 3 and 7, Houston, in their last 10. I mean, it's, it is getting so bad for them. You know, and I, again, I gave Luke so much trouble for saying they'd miss. Man, they could miss. I mean, it, they really yeah. could. They're 11 and 14. 11 yeah, they and 14. Will, I, they will probably make the playoffs, but it's, how can you say it's a lot today? I don't like, know. Last I year, can't. It was really a toss-up. It was really a toss-up. Like, okay, so he could miss two yeah. games. Like, at games uh, 80, at game 80 in the season, you don't have certainty. If you don't win against M- Miami, you're probably out of the playoffs. Right. Like, and why do you think, and, and OKC was not 11 and 14. No, or or was it? Well, probably not. They were um, eight and twelve at one point, but I don't think it got this bad. I need to go check. I don't think that yeah. they were at this point in the season this bad. Yeah, they probably won like four think, or five in a row or something like that. I think eight and twelve was was the rock bottom that they hit. That's when my friend Jeremy actually wrote a song called "Rock Bottom" that we released on the OKC Dream Team. Yeah, podcast. And, <laughs> and I I know, I know that it's not very far from that. Um, but they, it's five games more, yeah. Which is like it's it's a problem, and um, who knows? Like and 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 again, OKC was with an injury then was still in a shaky position at game eighty. So yeah. how can you say today it's a lock? I mean, right. I know that they have time to do that, but they're twelfth in in point differential in the West. Yeah. That's that's what scares me the most is that their point differential is the exact same as Sacramento's. Yeah, that is that yeah. to me as a Rockets fan, that's what terrifies me because there's teams that have like bad records, but their point differentials like still pretty good. Where you're like, okay, like yeah, like okay, see last season, right? Yeah, yeah okay, see point differential is fine. You know the Thunder have the best point differential in the Western Conference right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, uh, like they they blew out the teams they they were supposed to, and when they lost, they yeah. lost in like except for the Clippers game, and probably one of the two against Sacramento where they lost by ten. Mm-hmm. They were like pretty close games. Yeah, yeah, and it'll, and it'll change. I mean that 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 number will change. I don't expect that to stay for OKC to have the best, but still, it's pretty it's impressive. It depends for them. So. Uh, okay, back to the question. <laughs> so let's let's see if we can just lock in here for just a second on this. Yes. Uh, OKC, the Warriors, the Nuggets, the Lakers. So that's four. 
Yes. I, I predicted Portland would miss, but I'm going to go ahead and put Portland in there. Their, their team, they have too many quality players to me, and their record is, yeah. is, is good enough today to where I think they'll make it. That's five. So we need three more teams to, to be in. I, I think, I really think, even if there is no reason why why I should be confident, but I'm from the beginning of the season, I have this the feeling that at a certain point of the season, Anthony Davis will go berserk and they will win a ton of games. Yeah. And so um, he will get in the MVP uh, discussion. They will win 46, 47. They will make a case that Russ won the MVP with 48 and he will probably win the MVP. Okay. I'm, with I'm not sure if, if that is still in, 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 in place. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a positive point differential. Have, this They're 500, but they have a positive point differential. Yes, they have the same. They have a better point differential than the Lakers. Yeah, so, better yeah. than the Lakers, better than the Blazers, better than Memphis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like that's I, that's an indicator there that something mm-hmm. good is happening. So that's six. I mean, if I'm predicting today, I still think Utah and Houston make it seven eight. That's for me. Yeah. Who, who do you have seven yeah, eight? Could. No, I mean. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the one that I want to see is Utah and, and the Mavs. Oh, but man, probably so in a great. heartbreaking, in a heartbreaking final game of the season, Houston somehow goes in and Dallas goes out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Obviously. I don't know. No, I will put the Mavs in. I will. I will actually bet a bit that the Mavs stays in. The, in they're the, they they're play, good. They're they good. have a good second unit. Yeah, and last season. They were not as bad as the record indi- as the record indicate. And now because, they have a go-to guy. Uh, yeah, they have a go-to guy. They have guys that are playing in their role uh, to a lesser, uh, to, a, to a bigger degree. Like Harrison Barnes uh, handles less possessions. Um, Wes Matthews is more efficient. And maybe if the second unit improves with with Dirk in. They are. They have a really good shot of making the playoffs. So Utah or Houston out? Uh, I think Houston. Yes. In this scenario, yes. I have to pick between Utah and the Jazz. Utah and um, not Utah and the Jazz. Utah and the Rockets. Then I think they have a better shot. They have a better defense. They 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 can play yeah. better defense. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, this this is so stupid. <laughs> My predictions are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. I'm having. Well, a, yeah, I'm, I know. But, I'm but, having but, so but much can, fun. Can you agree? Can you agree with me that those predictions are very, very stupid? I don't know that they are. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that. I don't know that there are like stupid predictions. I mean, here's where Houston is right now. They have the exact same defensive rating as the yeah. Washington Wizards right now. The exact same. That's a problem. Oh boy. I watched the game against Cleveland because I was podcasting with with Fred, and it yeah. was. I listened. I listened to, to your show. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. I'm just telling. I'm, I'm telling you, like Lucas has turned into the smartest person on our podcast because he <laughs> he may have predicted the demise of the Rockets first. So uh, I've got to go because I can't be in this McDonald's yeah. any longer. But McKelly, thanks for being on the show. We can follow you on Twitter at Mikey Barra. Follow your project at Chart Underscore Side. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew K. Schlecht. Follow our podcast at Down to Dunk on Twitter. Uh, please just take the time to leave us a five-star review. 
Uh, it means the world to us that you guys would take the time to sit down and do that. I uh, hope you guys have a wonderful day. Enjoy the game tonight against Utah, and we'll talk again on Wednesday.